She's absolutely demolishing this this rubber toy she's chewing on. So yeah. if there are any noises picked up in the background, um, it's just my dog sucking dick and cock yeah. like Daddy showed her. <laughs> yeah, she's really really going to town on it. She's slurping. It's literally shaped like a dildo too. Yeah, it really is. Except I mean, the three prongs on the other side. I don't know what kind of dildos you've been using, but that's what mine look like. Pretty adventurous. Wow, good for you. Three? Yeah. Wow. Three prongs. Just gotta. One, no. three, one, two, three, one, oh, two, you three. alternate. They make different noises, yeah. Oh. One's like, and oh one's like. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> and one's like, oh. and then the other one's like. Oh. You know? Yeah, 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 exactly. All mine, yeah, all mine make the same noises, too. Um, hello, fans of the podcast. Yeah, hello, fans. Welcome back. Hello, listeners. Um, just to clarify, we've been away ish yes for a little bit now you guys have had some content the content has been mostly valentine's day related Mm -hmm. um you see in this unpredictable world that we live in declan got covid Woo! how the mighty have fallen Thank you so much for calling me Mighty. (laughs) um let's just be clear though guys and this is kind of a public service announcement Numbers were as low as they had been in a very long time, especially since the Omicron surge. Yeah. I was wearing a mask everywhere, only going to work and on the subway and then coming home. I had not seen anyone in person except for my sister, maskless. And I used to work at a bar where, you know, we weren't masked at work and I was seeing several people. Now I only work around like four or five people in close contact and was wearing a mask the entire day and sitting six feet apart during lunch. So this is just a PSA to say, regardless of how you are acting and being safe, the shit's still going to get you, yes. could get you. So be safe because it's really your only chance. Yeah. Try your best because if you don't, it will get you. And if you try your best, it might not. <laughs> yeah, it and might that's not. The only the only saving grace at this point. Yeah. Um, which is terrifying. But I mean, luckily you were asymptomatic. asymptomatic. Thankfully it was asymptomatic. Um, even though I got a phone call from the New York hospital today saying that um, I need to do a interview with them about my symptoms and my uh, isolation suggestions. But let me tell you, interested folks, um, my isolation ended today. So yeah. it's interesting that they're calling me now starting today asking that. about that. It's very late for that. Yeah. Um, and so I asked the woman on the phone if this was a mandatory legally binding requirement that I do and she said no and I hung up yep um because if it's not legally required I'm not doing it well and it's stupid the whole point of it was to like inform your close contacts and like do contact tracing yeah of course you've already done that because it was almost two weeks ago at this point yeah like fully have tested negative it was two weeks ago like it's just like I get that you're trying to keep everyone safe, but the people that aren't going to be responsible on their own to inform their contracts and all that are the ones who are going to not even pick up this phone yeah, call. Yeah, they're not going to so, sit for a 30-minute phone call either. My dog is <laughs> Sorry, she's got spaz. an itch or something, and she is, like, thrashing her body around, and she is so freaking cute. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so all that to say, we have been on a brief hiatus because we decided... It's just better when we can be in the same room and yeah. be together. We have more fun. Virtual think, recording is not it for us. It's just us. not it for us, yeah. Um, um, we have so much more fun, and I feel like we make 
better yeah we make better stuff when we're together plus also like severely lacking our um social contact so yeah. <laughs> it's really nice to be in the same room yes for sure. So this is now my first day out of quarantine. Amanda's the first person I'm seeing. Yeah, what can I um, see? You made it to the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> We're already a hefty poor mimosa in. Yeah, so at least been... three mimosas at a restaurant. But now one mimosa now, from us. Yeah, one we and a half. Stuff. We've also been, I mean, we've been hanging out for like four hours, three, oh, three and a half hours now. <laughs> Oh. We spent our whole morning together. And we um, had an epiphany, guys. We um, did. We're going to get into our, you know, our updates and catch up yes. a little bit soon. But our epiphany was, we're going to expand the realm of the podcast a little bit. Yeah. We are expanding. The, obviously, it's Ugh People, and it is still going to be called Ugh People. But we're expanding the realm to all different things that make us go, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and so we want to expand to different topics, different themes. If you guys have suggestions, feel free to DM yes, us. Yes, let us know. Um, but we want to we want to expand to that because we think it could get a little redundant if we're just talking about how much we hate people and New York City. <laughs> yeah, which like also like I feel like sometimes that can bring the mood down. Like we have yes, fun and we tell yes. fun stories, but like shitting on it all the time, it's a little sad. So it's fun to shit on things that are a little less poignant. <laughs> yes. And we want to do like research a little bit too and stuff. Yeah. And so today we're going to explore a new kind of <laughs> a realm of this series, which we think is going to be, um, I don't know. We haven't, we haven't penned the name for it, but it's going to be a series of like, ugh, Netflix. Yeah. Reviews of Netflix projects, other social media projects, other, other TV t- shows, movies, yeah. documentaries that make us go, ugh. ugh. Like, why did this get made? How are these people making millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. And I am poor. <laughs> and that yeah. is to say, guys, we are now on a new, a new service. Um, called anchor yeah um they are now uh our service our, for for providing this to you platform. guys which means that hopefully we'll be expanding to other platforms soon i know we're yes. only on spotify still right now but hopefully we'll be on apple music yeah. and some of those other things soon but also that means that you guys can now sponsor us oh <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not sure how to do that i'm sure we'll probably include a link in the the description or something yeah we don't know how to do that yes yet but you guys can sponsor us almost as if you're paying for a subscription so if you're liking the content and you have even what i mean why would you do that when it's free what because they like us (laughs) if you even like us a little bit apple pay me directly if you want Oh, I'm kidding. I guess. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just saying, if you guys want to no, throw yeah. a few coins so that we can, you know, I don't know, even pay for the alcohol that we drink during the podcast to make the content good. There we go. Throw yeah. me a coin. Okay. Yeah. Throw us some money. My and Venmo we'll get is DM on. boy me. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted my Venmo, so they can all be sent to Declan. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah, shit, so I have to Venmo gonna... my therapist. Oh, yeah, you definitely need to do that. Um, so Amanda, why don't you why don't you tell them you. why don't you tell well, I do that why don't you tell them the the theme for the day? So Declan and I we had a, we had our morning together. We ate some breakfast sandwiches, drank some mimosas as we're we're currently still working on them, and we decided to watch a cinematic masterpiece mm, together. Truly, and that was Netflix's Netflix original Tall Girl Two. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
formerly <laughs> formerly known as Tall Girl One because well, not, this is the sequel. Not formerly known as the cinematic the masterpiece is formerly known as Tall Girl. Oh, the the yeah, the universe has expanded to include a sequel. Um, we watched the first one. Actually, I think it was one of the last things we watched on campus before COVID shut us down. That is so depressing. Yeah, us, us and our other roommate, the three of us watched it together in our living room. That's really sad. And yeah, I think it was one of the last things we watched together before we left campus. And now here we are two years later, two years and some change later. What? No, almost two years later. Yeah, okay. Oh, that scared me for a second. I, mean, I don't know about the fucking math over it's here. It's February still. It's February <laughs> still. Anyway, but so we the sequel just came out like last week, so we just watched it and we just have a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts um, that we would like to discuss and share with you because my goodness, was that an experience that we had? It was ridiculous. So, yeah. So here we are. We'll be getting to that soon, but before we do, let's let's just catch up. Yeah. Where where are you at in your life, Amanda? I'm so tired. Um, <laughs> so this this week was February break um, oh. from school. Yeah, so I had the week off, which was pretty nice. Oh, nice. Didn't really do too much. I visited a friend for a couple of days, which was really nice. Got out of the city. Definitely much needed. Get out of Dodge. Yeah, for real. It was so nice. Sorry, she's licking my foot. The dog is licking my foot right By now. By she, she means me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um... And oh, there's traffic. A, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's like a roadblock happening. Right I'm now. trying to be a professional here. Yeah, can't you tell we're working in here? Anyway, um, so I spent most of the week either traveling or. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm trying not to. She's stuck on this cord. Oh my god, Toffee. Sorry. There we go. Toffee, we got her. We're trying to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want her to fall. Okay, she's on the couch. Um, yeah. So I spent half the week. Like traveling, and then half of it, I mean, on the bus, so nothing crazy. And then the bus still running. The yeah, uh, yeah. I took a Greyhound. Actually, it was really nice. It was shockingly nice. Um, I had to use the bathroom on it on the way back because they have bathrooms on those. Yeah, I think they have to if the ride is over like four hours or something. Yeah, they have to have a bathroom. Um, and I was like debating. I was like, is it worth it to go to the bathroom on this bus, or should I wait? But then I realized if I waited, one, I was not going to make it all the way home. Yep, and yep. if I didn't go all the way home, I was going to have to pee at Port Authority, which cool. is, yeah, this probably, mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding, the worst bathroom in the city is probably yeah, at yeah, Port Authority. Yeah. I, I don't even need to see it to know. No, it was actually the first place I went to the bathroom when I got here. <laughs> the first time when I yes, when you got here, here. You moved here with one, you were, oh my God, it's like such like a cinematic kind of moment. Truly. Like, I can imagine like Rachel Berry doing what you did. <laughs> you just like, sh- I actually think she did. She did. I'm remembering now. She moved now. on the bus? No, she showed oh. up to the city with, like, a beret and a luggage and is staring out at the city. And then someone was like, hey, girl, you need help? That is exactly what happened to me. That's literally what happened to you. Yeah, I moved here on the bus so I could only bring two suitcases with me. So I brought two suitcases and got dropped off at Port Authority. And then, yeah, the first thing that happened was I walked up and a guy was like, need me to carry your bags? And I was like, stay away from me. Are those so people, obviously, he just wanted money. The people at the doors who, like, try to hold it open for yeah. you. And then you walk through it and they're like, where's my money and I'm like I didn't pay you to yeah, open the door like, for me what I thought you were just being nice I hold open no. the door for people sometimes yeah um so I was like these are my choices either pee on this bus or pee at Port Authority and it was a really clean bathroom so I peed on the bus and I did almost get thrown to the ground two times because he decided all of a sudden we were in the Fast and the Furious 
So he was like, Whoa! <laughs> so I almost fell down. But the Fast I, and the Furious. The, yeah, but Not, that's one of them. That's like the newest one, isn't it? Oh really? I don't know. It's I've never, I've never seen one Fast and the Furious movie. There's too many. There's like, and they all have, Vin, they all have Vin Diesel. No, I think a lot of them don't have Vin Diesel, and that's like, there's like beef there. Oh. She's very lightly biting the corner of my phone. She doesn't um, like technology, okay? Yeah, she really doesn't because it means you're not paying attention to her as much. Um, but yeah, no, so I had a pretty decent week. Um, how about you? Quite the opposite because you were stuck in here, right? So I, I guess I have to kind of give like the rundown of my thing. So like starting on Friday of last week was when I came back positive. Now let me clarify for the folks at home. I came back positive from a test that I took on Wednesday of that week, did not get the results until Friday. Right. So I was that was not the start of my quarantine. However, that was my day zero. Technically. Yes. Yeah. Which means, per the CDC guidance and also my COVID compliance team at work, my day zero is the day I took my test, so Wednesday. Uh-huh. And so I find out on Friday I have to go home. And have you ever seen that drag race moment where Ben De La Creme eliminates yeah. herself? I'm going home. Yeah. I did that to my bosses. Really? I walked up to That's them. Funny. I walked up to them and I, I felt like I had like such a moment in my face in my head where I was like, what is this reminding me of? And it was that. Because I remembered it that's the other day. So I was funny. like, oh my god, that's it. I go into the office and I basically tell them the situation of like, oh, I have to register my sample to see if I'm positive. Because the way the pool tests work is like it narrows it down to two people, one of which is positive and one of which is either positive or negative like could be either yeah um and so then i registered mine and mine was the one that was positive and so then i go back into the office and i go so i have to go home and it just like reminded me of then i'm going i'm going home (laughs) (laughs) that's one of my favorite drag race moments and then my my managers were literally making the rupaul face where he is pretending he didn't know that like there he goes (gasps) as it is written show it so it shall be done like that was basically that's what they said that, no that's what RuPaul said. oh I thought you were saying that that's what your boss that said. is I was the like, reaction Damn. that was the reaction they gave me they were okay. like <gasps> okay oh wow yeah and then so then I go home um and um yeah that was kind of my my, my moment so there I'm so sorry and then I basically get home and Toffee thinks it's vacay of course she's like yeah she's like I'm being spoiled you better work. You're not leaving the house. You better at all. not work. Uh, I, I worked from home. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but to her. And then the only other interesting that happened all week because I was, you know, literally locked inside except for taking Toffee for walks, masked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was walking with Toffee, and two, what appeared to be people experiencing homelessness, mm-hmm. <laughs> were like on one of the side streets that I was walking Toffee and it's like not like necessarily a, like a, a sketchy side street but like there's just like less lighting a, a few yeah. a little bit of like a little bit of, of um lampposts but not too many you walk a little quicker at night yeah, yeah um that. there's a subway over there and there's this like little like the subway or like sandwiches sandwiches oh I really thought you meant the, the train no sandwiches I don't sandwiches. walk over the trains fuck no yeah um and so then there's like this little like alcove nook inlet type of thing Uh-oh. where people their apartment lives like you step oh, down oh, and it okay. has like the little gated off area for their trash yeah um almost like you know like the garden level apartments like what you see it was like that mm-hmm. two people experiencing homelessness were in there and all i could see from far away was both of their heads directly behind one another <gasps> facing the same direction oh my god <laughs> no way were they fucking in the alcove 
I got closer and I was like, and I, I really can't see far anymore. I'm really blurry, so I could not tell what was going on, but I was just trying not to make too much eye contact. As I got closer, I literally noted, realized I was like, oh, they are doing some combination of shooting up and also having sex. Oh my God, what? In this, and the best thing is this alcove is the only lamppost lit area in the entire and they're I mean, just you gotta be able to see they're just right? slightly crouching down as if people can't see them all i like you're in the plane open just because you're crouching in the light doesn't mean people don't oh, see you no. so they were doing some sort of sexual act and drugs at the same time because i saw someone the one who was receiving in theory uh-huh. was lining something up oh got it and then the other one was like focusing on getting his Dick wet. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so, I w- I experienced my first uh, public sex. Yeah. See- seeing it happen. Yeah. That's don't, awful. Don't get me wrong. I've had my own public sex experience. Ew! Ew! I hate you. Know, you. There's some dark parts in Central Park. Oh my God. True. Unfortunately. I'll tell you about something embarrassing that happened to me. I the other day I was working my house management job. And when I work that job, it's, like, Friday and Saturday night, and I don't get out until really late. So it was, like, I mean, not really late, but, like, 11. So it's dark, and it's, you know, nighttime. Um, And I'm on my way home, and I finally, I get home, or no, I get to the subway station. I get out of the train. I get out, yeah, sorry. I get out at my stop, and I'm going up the stairs, and I'm two steps away from the top, and I just pick my foot up just not high enough, oh, and no. I stub my, like, the front of my foot on the step, and I just fall Eight face shit. forward, and I have my phone in my hand, and I, like, WWE, like, smack down it on the <laughs> ground, and I fall. Both my hands hit the ground. Um, it was so embarrassing, and I banged my knee really hard. Oh, Amanda. Yeah, and that's from over a week ago. It, it was looks like you've been sucking dick and cock. Really, it does. You know what? And I, I can't remember who said this now. I just said it. Who, no. <laughs> Idiot. No, I can't remember who said it, but I said something about the bruise, and they were like, oh, you're not trying to cover up that your knees are bruised for another reason? I've never understood that. I was like, bro, because you're kneeling on the floor. No, I get the concept, oh. but like, <laughs> do you bruise your knees from kneeling? I mean, it depends on how long you're there, I guess. Girl, if you have bruised knees, you're not that good at it. So uh, my knees are bruised. Yeah, yours are. Yeah. Uh, Mine are because I fell. Um. <laughs> my knees are forever fucking. I, need, I, I have my volleyball pads. In yeah, honestly, knee pads, yeah, that might be helpful. Um, but yeah, so I fell face first. And of course, there's a girl standing right there, like around my age. And she can't not say anything because she's mm. literally a foot and a half away from me. So I, she waits till I stand up and then she's just like, are you okay? Like, kind of annoyed that she has to ask me. I know. I was like, you should have just not said anything. Because now I'm so, I'm so uncomfortable. And I was just like, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. And I started walking. And I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> not even because it hurt. I think I was just embarrassed. Something about you crying because of the trials <laughs> of the city is really funny. Yeah. So I'm walking home the rest of the way. It's, like, really dark outside. And I'm just crying, walking down the sidewalk. And there was a guy sitting on a crate in the street, and he's a guy that I've seen before who has made, like, many obscene comments to me. He just lives in my neighborhood, and I see him all the time. He didn't even say anything. Oh, I was like, now went, I know, because he I was goes, crying. Yeah, he goes, she can't take it today. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to push her right over the edge with this one. <laughs> and so I just kept going. I'm just crying. He's like, I see that girl on her roof all the time. I don't want to give her any reason to True. Sh- jump off. Jump right off it. True, I am always on my roof. 
But yeah, I was like, it was just terrible. I was like, of course. And we had had a really like big asshole group of people too. And they were the last ones to get into the show. So I was like, of course, my very last person of the night, like we almost made it through the weekend with a good weekend. The very last person was so rude to us. And then I fall on the way home. Mm. It was so embarrassing. I was like, just get me home at this point. Toffee's looking at you and she's like, that's fucking embarrassing. I can't even. Yeah, she's judging me. But um, yeah, guys, that's that's our (laughs) our our week. And our our trajectory for the rest of the app. Yes. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Deep, deep diving into the Tall Girl and, franchise. Yeah, the, the the Tall Girl cinematic universe. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll be back. See y'all soon with some Heidi conversation. Aha. set the scene for you. Oh. Me and Amanda were just walking our big juicy asses across <laughs> the street and Amanda got hit by a taxi cab. Oh, I cannot believe that this has happened. Amanda, describe your pain. Oh, it's all over and I think that it's going to take me at least 8 to 12 months of, of paid leave from work to recover and so much surgery and so much time and money. At least that's all the board needs to know. Uh-huh. See how convincing that was? Yeah, you really thought Amanda got hit by a taxi cab, didn't you? That's not even what they call them anymore. <laughs> They're yellow cabs. This this scenario has been brought to you today by our sponsor. Insurance, insurance fraud. fraud. If you commit it and don't get caught, you'll get so much money. If you commit it and you get caught, then... Is it really fraud or did you just not do a good job? So we're sponsoring the good insurance fraud, the one that gets away with it, you know? Yeah. So only do it if you're going to get away with it. And that's our professional advice. Because we have... All right, guys, and we're back. So... We're back. Amanda, we're going to dive into this tall girl. Before we start, is there anything on your brain that feels like it should be said from the beginning about regarding Tall Girl. Yes, actually, I'm going to give some background. Do you know the background behind this? Um, like the conception of the movie? I mean, I know actress? I know the actress was... Okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. Oh, oh okay. Okay, yes. yes so, yes, just for background, in case the audience doesn't know. So, the main actress, her name is Ava. Yes. And she... Ava! Yeah. Yeah, literally! <laughs> <laughs> so she was actually on Dance Moms, mm-hmm, one of the mm-hmm. like mid seasons, I think. So yeah. it was when like a lot of the OGs were still on the team. I was a big Dance Moms person when it first came out. I fell off when they started. Living replacing. on the dance floor. Yeah, I was a I was obsessed with that show. I always used to watch it with my mom, um, and so. So this girl was on the team mm-hmm. and or, well she was like kind of unofficially on the team, right? And Yeah, she was like a solo guest yeah. something moment. And it was like a we're going to trial it and see how she fits with the other girls and then we'll see from there, right? Yeah. So there finally comes a day where she gets kicked off the team mm-hmm. and her mom 
her mom doesn't think she actually got kicked off. She thinks that like it's just a trial thing and that they can come back. So she they come back to another rehearsal and all the other moms are like, why the fuck is that girl here? Like she got kicked off the team. And the mom's like, she didn't get kicked off the team. Like right, Abby? Like Abby Lee Miller. She's like, she did not get kicked off the team, right? And Abby's like, come here to Ava. She's like, come up here. Take your jacket off. Makes her take off her yeah. Abby Lee Dance Company jacket. Takes it away. This girl's like... 11. Yeah, this it's is a pretty kid. Cool. It's really, yeah, it's really fucked up. So she takes the jacket away and she's like, okay, like now you're officially off the team. And the mom's like, you can't just take her jacket away. Like you told her she's a part of it or whatever. She has this girl stand next to Chloe, who is the next tallest girl on the team. She's like, Ava, come up here. Chloe, stand next to her. She goes, okay, you see, you're too tall. Bye. You're kicked off the team. And tells this girl, she's just like, yep, that's it. That's my reason. You you want a reason? Fine. It's because you're too tall. You don't fit in with the other girls. And then from that, the movie Tall Girl has blossomed. Now I will say, yeah, I don't know the background in terms of if she was in part of like part of the production or if she just was an actress who got called. Because, I mean, she's tall. She is very tall. Yeah. And she was tall at, you know, whatever, 11 years old she was when she was on Dance Bombs. Right. Um, but so I'm not sure how involved she is in terms of, like, the actual story being Yeah, because the story's not about the Dance Moms experience at all. It's just, no, like... No, 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 It's just kind of, like, a stimulating... She just plays a, a for it. tall girl. She plays a girl who is tall and has been bullied for being tall. Yeah. And it Hope just... Hope the weather's t- nice up there. Yeah, that's, like, one of the first lines in the movie. Yeah. Is she's like, there's so much... Tr- Trauma from being a tall girl. And then, like, the basketball guy's like, Whoa! You're tall! And she's like, See? So traumatizing. And then some guy tries to ask her out while she's sitting in a chair, and then she stands up, and he's like, Oh, oh, you're just kidding. And I'm like, Honestly, it wasn't going to work out because he's a fag anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah, it was like a perfect Ben Platt archetype character. Like, you could have placed Ben Platt in there, and it would have just been exactly the same. though, but so is Ben Platt. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at their Wikipedia page right now because, you know, we want to get a little bit more nitty gritty and not just be like, this is our feeling. Yes. Let's look at the numbers here. The numbers for what? The first movie? The first movie. We're on the first movie right now. Streams or rating? I'm about to tell you it all. Okay. Give it to me. The running time is 102 minutes. That is honestly about as much as I can take. Yeah, like an hour and a half. So I... Yeah, so that's about as much as I can take. So I'm like, good. Um, What do you think the budget is for this? And then once we figure out the budget, I want you to tell me how much of it you think is devoted to Sabrina Carpenter alone. Yeah, literally more than half of it is just Sabrina Carpenter. She's she was billed third on the second movie, and she's on screen for less than fifteen minutes. I know. She's literally the third name. And she also kind of like undermines mental health. Yeah, it's a little. It's like they're trying really hard to be like warriors, but instead they're just they kind of they destigmatize it in a way that they make it more freeing to talk about, but they also like normalize it in a way that makes it feel like you don't need to get professional help for mental health issues. And you no, definitely no, do. It's no. not something you can handle on your own, especially at 16, 17 or freaking 23 years old. Anyway. Um, oh God, I have no idea. I need a frame. It's like, okay, I'll just tell you it's $13.6 million. <gasps> Which like is That's high, but also kind of low for like it's a Netflix of, for original. Netflix, yeah, I guess are you probably kidding a lot. me? Especially because they don't their budget probably is non inclusive of like you know rental space because they have their own spaces. Oh yeah. So I bet they just like didn't have to worry have about sex. any of that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thirteen point six million. I want to bet. 
Sabrina Carpenter probably got paid more than any other person on the set. Oh, um, yeah. I'd agree with you. I think she probably got paid the most. The most. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's the one with the most star power, the most tied to her name. That was the main reason why I watched it, I think. Or at least why I heard about it. She the shit out of me, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't love her character. I feel like you are supposed to, though. And I definitely didn't. You mean Sabrina Carpenter in general? Yeah. I'm okay with her. I'm not the biggest fan of her. I mean, especially since the whole Olivia Rodrigo, Joshua Bassett thing happened. Joshua Bassett lives here in the New York. In the New York. Yeah, he truly does. And he's always in the park. And everyone's always like, oh my god, I saw Joshua Bassett in the park. I'm like, he definitely does that on purpose. He's like low-key of age, too. Oh, yeah. No, if you saw him, I would say go for it. (laughs) Yeah, he's like 20. He's He's like 19 or 20. He's totally a twink bottom, though. You don't know that. You don't know that. Well, let me read the beginning of the plot here for us. Jodie Kramen is 16 and 6 foot 1.5 inches, 1.87 meters tall. She has been tall for her age since she was three, which has made her insecure her whole life. Students continually ask Jodi, how's the weather up there? In contrast, Jodi's older sister Harper is of average height and a multiple beauty pageant winner. That's Sabrina Sabrina Carpenter. Carpenter. Jack Dunkelman, (laughs) a lifelong friend, frequently asks her out, but she is reluctant, partly because he's much shorter than her. Wait, so his name is Jack? We were trying to figure this out the whole second movie because they only ever call him fucking Dunkelman or Dunkers or Dunkel or Dookie. (laughs) Dunkers. Yeah, Dunkers. That's what Steeg calls him. Um, But uh, his name is Jack? Yes. Why not Jack? So, gosh. I mean, based off of that, what are your... What are your initial reactions, you know, given the first five minutes of this movie, the premise we've been given, and the concept? Okay, I feel like it's just confusing because her whole plight is that she's tall. Yes. I'm like, one, I I get it. I was also tall growing up. Me too. I, yeah. Until I was the shortest. But Oh, see, I, I was the... Yeah, and then you were the tallest again, though. You you sprouted up in high school. Not the tallest. tallest, but you, like, you got tall. It was the tallest of the gays. There was, it was just True. me, actually. No, no. Um, just the gay. The tall gay. AJ Baxford was pretty tall, so. It's a code name. Oh! I was like, I don't, I don't recognize that name. Okay, whatever. You, you, I really don't know who you're talking about. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on, we'll move on. You can fill me in later. Um... I was so tall growing up. Like, I hit my growth spurt in, like, the third grade, and then I was just taller than everyone else until high school. And then all of a sudden in high school, like, freshman year, I stopped growing. I was full height by the eighth grade. I was five mm-hmm. seven five eight in the eighth grade. But then in high school, everyone else grew around me. So, like, sure, I went through that awkward phase of being tall in middle school, but, yeah. like, it's fucking character building. This bitch makes it feel sound like the whole world is falling apart because she's tall. It's also like, yes, people are mean, but it's over-dramatized, obviously. Well, of course. I for mean, that's the, the For the movie, yeah, because they want her to be, like, a sympathetic lead. But I'm like, but, sure, you really didn't have to make just make her only thing that she's tall. Let me just tell you, Amanda, I just, I have to get honest and oh, vulnerable no. here. Oh, no. I can empathize with the tall girl because when I was a freshman in high school, I was carted around this juicy dump truck and no one understood. And they used to say, hey, peaches, get over here. 
Hey, no. Big Apple, when are you going to move to the Big Apple? To be fair, you called yourself Peaches. <laughs> you can't even talk. That's true, though. The plight of having a juicy ass. And I like, can't even, Damn. I could never even relate. I can't understand what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> And the hardest moment was beginning a sophomore year when everyone went, hey, Peaches, what happened to that ass? Yeah, true. Well, you, you know, also something grew that, about a foot. Something that it was so identity forming for you that eventually you get taken away. No, true. You've lost it all. I wonder how tall girl would feel if suddenly she weren't tall anymore. Shut I think she'd be, she'd be like, I miss my uniqueness. Yeah. I, I think, think that could have been part of the story. Well, I think it becomes part of the story. At the very... Uh, spoiler... Well, yeah. Spoiler alert. At the very end, she gives a speech about, like, being tall yeah. and how she should have just accepted that she was tall because there's nothing wrong with being tall. And that's the whole In thing. In platform drag In, queen shoes. Yeah, yeah. they're dope. They she actually do look pretty good. Yeah, they're really nice shoes. And then she freaking burns them because she's mad at her boyfriend in the second one. And she ruins them. I was like, girl, those, there's no way those shoes were less than $100. And he bought them for you. And she burnt them in a fire. I mean, it's a very typical teenage girl thing to do, I guess. But it pissed me off. Because, like, yes. even if the relationship's over, you can keep the gift. <laughs> Especially if it's something that serves you. Come on. I'm currently moving forward in the um, the plot summary. the plot summary mm-hmm. of of episode of, of of the movie number one since yeah. we haven't watched it. No yeah, more. we haven't watched it. We we did a brief re- we watched the we trailer. Recap. Yeah, and we did a brief recap. But we and watched all talked. of two today. Yeah, we watched two this morning while we were eating our breakfast sandwiches. Um, my favorite thing is they introduce Stieg. Stieg is the foreign exchange student. He's Swedish, and they say in the movie they're like, ah. Oh, What's her name? Gretchen? Jody? <laughs> Gretchen. They're like, yeah. oh, Jody, some beautiful, gorgeous, tall guy, perfect for you, isn't just going to walk in here at any moment. You should just get used to it. And then Stieg walks in and he's a gorgeous, basically Fabio kind of guy yeah. from, um, from Sweden. Long blonde hair, blue mm-hmm. eyes, got the accent, very, very like dumb Aryan and race. cute. Yeah, yeah true. Um, very dumb, very cute. And so my fa- favorite thing is on here, they say his last name is Molin. Okay. But then in the next sentence, they're referring to him and Kimmy, and they say, Kimmy and Schnipper. <laughs> they refer to him as no, Schnipper. No, Schnipper's the name of the guy she makes out with in the escape room. That's Schnipper. No, but Kim- Stieg was in the room. No, but Ki- yeah, but Kimmy oh, is the mean sh- girl. Yeah, Kimmy's the mean girl. Wait, why is his name Schnipper? I don't know. They gave him a bad name too. I think it's his last name. I think they have a thing for like calling people by their last names, like Dunkelman and Schnipper. Um, yeah, because he so he's like the Schnipper's in like the main posse with the mean girl who tries to get with Stieg and like. I don't know what she does. She blackmails Jody or something, or she like she just like pranks her. She just has Jody that like he wants yeah. to go to the prom or whatever. Um, yeah. But then after all of this comes down, Jody finds her father has organized a tip toppers parentheses tall people club. Oh my god! I don't chapter meeting in their house, which she finds upsetting. <laughs> I invited a bunch of tall people over so you don't yes. feel like such a freak. Yes, and then that's the moment. A freak. And that's the moment where she goes, she's like, Dad, every time you try to make me feel more normal, you just make me feel like more of a freak. Oh. And she slams the door in his face. Yeah. Which, frankly. And her dad's really short. How do you react to that, Amanda? I how? think, okay. 
I think it's dramatic, but also being a teenage girl, I feel like I can see it. I had those moments like that where I know my parents were probably trying their best and Mm -hmm. I definitely like had a reaction like that. I do feel like it's like, yes, he's trying and you need to acknowledge that. However, I can understand how tall girl feels like he's exoxicizing. Yeah, it's a little little isolating. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's just like kind of like I don't know. He's like, sorry, me, your mom, and your sister are also small and petite that I we know. can't relate. She's Guess we're like, gonna have to pick some other gargantuan monsters to like, come yeah, stand. Don't in worry, here. I called in my friend from Harvard, played by Christine Baranski. Really? No, she's just a tall. woman. I was like, Christine Baranski's in this movie, no, she's and I a, forgot. She's just a tall woman. I love Christine Baranski. She could step on me. God, she she could. I wish she would. And what's that other lady's name that kind of looks like Christine Baranski? Um. Francis, the one who's the giant in Into the Woods. And in Into the Woods? The movie. The movie? The one with James Bullshit. Gordon? <laughs> yeah, I know his name. I, I don't mean, like him. Yeah, well, that's why I called him James Bullshit. Yeah, he is James Bullshit. Well, anyway, I don't know. Um, just some French name. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah, they're both tall. They both were probably part of the Tip Toppers Club. Um, that's so funny. And then we find out that Stieg was not the one who called to prank call about the invite. Yeah. It was the two girls. It was or the, the girl and the guy. It was Schnipper and And then also face. their friend from Seattle who died. <laughs> yeah. In the second, De La Tour, Francis De La Tour. I just looked yes. it up because I needed to know. Yeah. I, and I recognize her now that I see her. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. There's like this other third girl who in the second one, they, I, I don't know, they weren't offering to pay her enough, I guess. So she's just not in the second movie. Yeah. And they talk about her like she's dead. And then the girl's like, she's not dead. She just moved to Seattle. So they, they like give a really bullshit explanation as to why this friend isn't in the second one. But um, yeah, they're kind of the worst. Yeah. But then moving forward, we know that homecoming dance is coming up that's mm. the major pinpoint of this movie of the whole movie the yeah. second movie it's all about the musicale the spring musicale but this movie it's all pinning around the homecoming dance and okay. how she's gonna feel like an alien at the homecoming dance right she doesn't want to be too tall so and there's a whole thing where she can't wear heels or she feels like she can't wear heels because, because she doesn't want to be too tall yes precisely yeah. um but then dunkers Donkers. Her her childhood neighbor friend who's been hitting on her. Yeah, her he's her life. best friend. He's been in love with her forever. Yeah, he's been hitting on her, not in like a gross way, but in like a very like cute, flattering he's boy pining. way, whatever. Pining precisely, Amanda. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, Here with he the buzzwords. Gives her platform heels and says, "You should be who you are. You should love who you are, and you should embrace it so much as to so put on these platforms, yeah. which will even more drastically embrace it. Yeah, you'll be and even taller. And he literally, I think, I think that he actually did go to a drag store. I think that is a plot stuff. point. Yeah. Because I, I think there's like a line about it where he's like, yeah, I had to go to a drag store to get him in your size. Yeah. <laughs> but they're dope heels. Like they are platform stilettos. They look good. Yeah. They're stunning. But so then she finds the confidence, like Amanda was saying earlier, she finds the confidence she wears them she goes to the homecoming dance with him with her hair and some like weird ass mo fucking jasmine from aladdin yeah it's like a mohawk bubble braid yeah yeah it's like a big mohawk for it thank you what can i say mohawk bubble braid and in this dress that she says it's perfect for her but it's not a dress it's a like it's like a cerulean turquoise Mm -hmm. blue 
glitzy blazer moment Suit. and the platform. And then it has a there's a big white fluffy collar. Oh, like a, t- like, a turtleneck. Like big Zac Efron from the third High School Musical. Oh my god, when he has the ruffles. Loud that was ruffles. my sexual yeah. awakening. When he does that little like side dance thing during that scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And he flips the jacket back and he yes. does like the... I'm not even kidding. Come. I used to read... Yes. Come. Come. Immediately. Come. Nut. My pants. Right Control, there. Alt-come. Control, alt, come. Control, alt, come. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I used to literally rewind like that 10 seconds over and over again. Because I was obsessed with it. I just had to keep watching him. I, oh, I'm gonna go watch that now. Now that I'm thinking about it. I'm, anyway, yeah, so she had like this little ruffle collar and she's wearing this this outfit and she looks good, but she gives this big speech at the dance and she's like, It's hard to be I, tall. Yeah, I don't wanna be ashamed for being tall. I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing my thing and I'm just living my life and everyone else needs to accept me because I accept myself and I'm beautiful. Hell like yeah. it's a good moment. It's an empowering moment, but it's like, girl, this is really all about just being a couple inches taller than everyone For else. For real, yeah. Um, but then the movie, the first movie wraps with the neighborhood cutie boy. Neighborhood Dunkelman. Dunkers. <laughs> Pining over her, mm-hmm. going to her house after the, the the thing, waiting for her there, and then she returns home. He pulls out a milk crate, steps on it, and they share a kiss. Well, yeah, because it's, so it's this thing that he always has this milk crate, and they're like, why do you always carry around a milk crate? And it's like a character he's thing waiting. in the first movie. Yes, he's literally waiting for the moment when he can stand on the milk crate to kiss her. It's like, what's the character like, from Newsies? Crutches or whatever? Crutchy? Crutchy, and he just always hits the crutch. Yeah, Except that's a disability, him. but... <laughs> so different! He has a crutch because he has a lot. Well, but it's like, it's like it's part of his character is what I'm trying to say. Nah, I think that's a little bit different. I don't think it's like defining someone based on their disability is the same as someone carrying around a fucking milk crate for no reason. But would you not say that Dunkers could also be called milk crate because he carries a milk crate? Oh, I think they do. They call him milk crate boy in the first movie. Yes, so like it's 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 not. Yeah, but it's not okay to call someone with a disability by their disability. I think that if if Newsies was remade right now, it probably wouldn't be called Crutchy because that's probably problematic. Okay, well. Anyway, it's a fine life carrying the banner. It would be like it'd be like a frat name, like that. You know what I mean? It's like just that level of disrespect where it's like not okay, but like you're in a frat, so you're already baseline disrespectful already. (laughs) Well, okay. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah. So and then at the very end, he stands up on the milk crate, and that's Mm. you figure out that's why he's been carrying it around all that time. But don't worry. I mean, we knew. I don't think I don't think I knew, or maybe I just didn't pick uh, up on it, or maybe I was drunk when we watched it. Probably all of the above, but I don't I don't I don't think that I knew. Um, but also, in the second one, don't worry, they move past it and they're allowed to kiss at their respective heights, even though she's yes. like six inches taller than him. She just bends down. It's literally covered in the very first scene of the movie. He's yes. Like, are you sure you don't mind bending down to kiss me? Meanwhile, the props department's like, we just don't want a fucking milk crate on this movie. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> They're like, we couldn't find a like, milk We crate. can't afford it this time. Sabrina's up to rate. Yeah. But we'll get to that, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Yes. And then we are going to do Tall Girl 2. Mm-hmm. We're coming back. Amanda. My shock 
chakras have been out of line lately. Oh, you need something to shove in your pussy? <laughs> 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 Sorry guys, I just showed Declan the original version of Let's Get It Started by the Black Eyed Peas. Horrifying. Just, just look it up. We don't we, we No, don't that, honestly, just don't look even it look up. it up. Don't give them clicks. But Do you think those clicks horrifying. are going to mean anything to them now? No, probably not. They're all uploaded by like third party now. So moving on to Tall Girl 2, so, guys. yeah, let's talk about Tall Girl 2. Runtime, 97 minutes. We've shaved off five. Mm-hmm. Already love that. Yeah, and um, the credits were definitely also long on this one. So it was like less than an hour and a half. However, I will say the budget has increased by $5 million. Whoa. Wait, no, what did I say the budget was last time? 13. Oh, no, the budget increased by $11 million. Whoa, what is it? It is. Sorry, I couldn't do the math. Twenty-four point four million. Wow, it's so it almost Paris. doubled. P- pretty much. That's crazy. Which is, I don't understand because the reception on the first one can't have been that great. All right, well, all I'm saying is that unfortunately, in the day of streaming, whether or not it's critical or it's like a po- positive viewership, it doesn't matter. We watched it and laughed at it the whole time and made fun of it. We yeah. still watched it. Yes. So they got yes. streams. They got so many streams because everyone's like, there's no way they actually put real money into making a movie like this. So they got crazy numbers of streams. Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the first film holds an approval rating of 38%. Honestly, that's high. Um, <laughs> based on 13 critic reviews. Oh, and the an, critics? That's an, not the crowd. And an movie? average rating of 5.3 out of 10. Interesting. The site's, the site's critics' consensus reads, While charming at times, Tall Girl is mostly an uninspired teen comedy that fails to bring anything new to the genre. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, there were a couple throwaway lines that are like decent, that are like, oh, okay, I, I can chuckle at it. Yeah, but moving on to Tall Girl That too, feels right. That's the budget. Wow. Yet again, gosh, Sabrina Carpenter has gotten a raise. And she's even in the second movie less than she is in the first one, I think. Really? I feel I like she so. wasn't in the first one that much. She wasn't in the second one that much either. Well, regardless. She was in like five scenes in the whole thing. They don't even have a plot tab here, but we've just watched it. So that's There's no okay. plot. They're like, we can't even pay no. a, a free upload Wikipedia person to do this. So this plot pins around the spring musicale. Yes. Which is... Bye Bye Birdie. Of course. A classic. And of course, like... They don't talk about this at all in the first movie, but of course it's actually Ben Jody's dream to always be a performer. Yes. So now all of a sudden this has been her dream for her whole life. So much so that her friends bring fake bubbly to yeah. school and when she signs up on the sign up sheet, they all go, It's up, it's up, it's up. And me and Amanda were like, Oh shit, oh my been, gosh, there. The been there. Yes, we both um, of our stomachs like drop. Yeah. We were like, oh God, the cast list is up. No, it was the signups for auditions. She writes her Mick Googly name down. Yeah. Jody something something. Kramer. Jody Tallgirl. Jody Tallgirl. And she writes down Jody and her boyfriend and her best friend are waiting behind her with champagne flutes and bubbly to be like, yes, you're fulfilling your dream. And I'm like, you it is the spring musicale. Right. And Miss Darvis isn't even here. Yeah, right. If Miss Darvis was there, bring the bubbly. I'm down. Sure. But yeah, she literally says, she's like, it's just an audition. And they're like, yeah, what have you been wanting to do since you're a kid? And you finally have the, 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 what's the word? Confidence to go do it. So it's like this whole thing where now that she had her big speech at homecoming, now she suddenly has the confidence to finally audition and she's never auditioned before. Let's just be a little critical here. Out of all of the characters in the movie, yeah, tall girl in tall girl Two 
yeah. Miss Jody yeah. is the only one centered in reality. How do you mean? She is most of the plot is about her, her experiencing anxiety. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sabrina Carpenter's character is like, anxiety? Never heard of her. Yeah, true. She's like the only one kind of centered in that like realism. Okay. She is like, yep, it's just an audition. And her friends are like, no, it's you fulfilling your dreams. It's like, I get they're trying to amp her up, but it's like, girls, okay, you yeah. aren't understanding the reality of the moment. Yes, this is exciting, but it's like, this is not a bubbly moment. In right, school. you're putting a lot of pressure on right. that doesn't need to be there. Okay. And then, you know... I just feel like everyone else is like giving us the ooh ah uh, drama, uh-huh. whereas she's like, guys, this is the tea. Like, this yeah, is, this is true. Just... And then she's having anxiety, which is like a very real thing. And like, mm-hmm. as much as the portrayal of the anxiety is so bad, not um, great. Yeah, it's like this is the whole, anxiety this... attack. The first one in the car was pretty good. Yes, having but... like her parents pull over and calm. Down. Like that was a pretty good one. But I they start it. bringing the voice inside her head, and yeah. the voice is like, "Don't you fucking slut." Just Literally, like, it's like you can't even hear what it's saying. Amount to anything. It's like in a box. It sounds yeah. like someone like full ass recorded it off of their iPhone. Yeah, the sent quality's it not good. Via small email attachment. No, it's literally like they shot this whole movie, and then all of a sudden in post production, they're like, "Hmm, the actual plot and script we wrote doesn't hold up. We need to interject these voice parts, or else they're not going to get that she's stressed out." And there were a few <laughs> moments like that too, where yes. like there were people not speaking on the screen, so they specifically chose the camera angles of the one that was facing away from their head and facing the person who wasn't speaking, yes. so that they could interject new scenes that. We're not in the script. Yeah, essentially, there, there was one part where these two characters were hugging, and it was so clear because they switched to his face when she spoke, and then switched to her face when he spoke, and you can tell by their bodies that they're not speaking. No, like no one said no. anything, and we noticed it at the exact we same like, time. We turned to each other. We were like, "That was added after. <laughs> like that was fake. Yeah, like they're not even talking." So I feel like a lot, a lot of that was like cut together in post production, where they were like, "Oh shit, there's some plot holes. We need to amp up her anxiety a little bit." <laughs> but in terms of the plot, Amanda, yeah, how do you feel about their choice for the spring musical being Bye Bye Birdie and the production that they put on here? Okay, so here's my thing. Uh, Bye Bye Birdie, fine, whatever. I I think that what they were going for was, like, trying to appeal to a wide audience, a.k.a. picking something that everyone knows. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone knows Bye Bye Birdie, but they don't know the plot, so they're not going to understand that the production that they're putting on is shit. Yes. (laughs) They'll just be like, oh, this is Bye Bye Birdie. Um, So, of course, she's Kim. She gets cast as Kim, and she's never auditioned before. No. She kind of gets read by the director in her audition. They opened the library. Yeah, it was dope as fuck. The director was like, so you think being tall is a real problem? How about being homeless or, like, food insecurity? I'm pretty sure those are real problems. And she was like... She was like, I'm not trying to say that being tall is a worse problem. It's just sometimes it feels like that. Which, Which like, I kind of feel for her, too, because she was like, you know, I'm just describing my my experience yes. and I'm not invalidating anyone else's. I'm just yes. saying my experience is valid and painful in, the, in a way in my life. And the teacher was kind of being immature and, like, reading a student. Yeah. Without warning. True. And making assumptions about her beliefs. Yeah. And in a, like, a really stressful situation where there's a clear power dynamic. Like, the, yes. and she's, what, like a freshman or a sophomore? So she's She's 16 young. in the first movie, so oh, okay. I think this so is probably the a spring. Junior, then? Isn't this spring the spring junior? of the first movie? Yeah, so sophomore or junior year, Yeah, right? probably. Because I, was, I wasn't 16 till junior year. But I'm on the young end of, yeah, of, my, year, of my grade. Oh, I wonder what her Zodiac is. 
Ooh, good question. I don't know much about the Zodiac, but I don't know when her birthday is. Um, but yeah, so she, like, the audition, whatever, it's a whole thing. Of course, the mean girl gets cast as her understudy, yes. so that's a whole power dynamic, too. And, like... Her offstage understudy, her, which, yeah, which is, in theater, high school, no. No fucking way. Yeah, you just double cast it. Like, that's, that just doesn't happen. I mean, I guess it, it does happen in, like schools with really big performing arts programs but like this was just a normal high school except their stage was kind of the moment yeah it but was the, massive. i think that's because it's netflix <laughs> i don't think that has anything to do with like the high school being bougie yeah. you know what i mean it's like high school musical the musical series that stage is bougie but the school itself is not supposed to be that rich right right um but yeah so in the second one that's like the big the big setup is is that she's auditioning for the musical and it's you know the she's never done anything like that before and it's really out of her comfort zone and she has all this pressure put on her because she gets the lead which totally fair i get it it's hard to hard to deal with but she is kind of the worst yeah. in this movie. She kind of does the the stereotypical like isolating her friends because she has this new group of friends in the in the cast and like she talks to she talks to her Conrad Birdie in character Ugh. in the hallway, which, which makes her me Conrad Birdie is like this is like no tea no shade, but also all tea all shade. They legitimately could not get a leave, so they got ibuprofen. Like. <laughs> they wanted Jordan Fisher, yeah. and they cast this other, this this guy, hot man with with curly hair yeah. and, and beautiful skin. Yeah, like, and he's very handsome. He's just not like remarkable in terms of, I mean, his performance. He just kind of exists there. But I think that's kind of the point of the character. But they wanted Jordan supposed. Fisher. Yeah, no, definitely. It it really felt like that they were trying to go for to all the boys I loved before too. Or that other there. one with Sabrina Carpenter, where she's a dancer. And With Jordan he, Fisher? Yeah, and then he woos her. Oh, I don't think I watched that. Well, she's in a dance I competition. I don't think I've seen any Sabrina Carpenter dance. Oh, well, that one is another one we could rate because I think it's so funny. Yeah, there's a lot it. of There's some gay content in there. And <gasps> yes. specifically, a dance team gets disqualified because they're not wearing a dance belt. And they know oh. he's not wearing a dance belt because he gets an erection. <laughs> During the dance on stage? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I definitely have not seen that, but... But so that's Maybe my next. takeaway of the casting and the the production experience. I'm not super familiar with with Bye Bye Birdie. I'm wondering if they were just like, let's just pick Bye Bye Birdie because people know it. Or yeah. if there's supposed to be some sort of plot overlap between the characters in Bye Bye Birdie and the characters in the actual movie. They did not make it clear that that is something they were going for. So if there is... I don't think so. Just because it's like Kim and Conrad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, you know how Maybe. in High School Musical, the musical, the series, like, yeah, they are the characters. Yeah, we're putting you in a love triangle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think about that. Okay, there might be more layers than I was willing to mm-hmm. willing to admit. Whereas right if they were to have that. done my recommendation, The Sound of Music, yeah, I don't know what the re- relevancy of Nazi Germany would have been. Other than if know. if Stieg was the Nazi because he he looks like a Nazi. I mean, but so does she in that regard. Yes, yeah, she, she could be Liesel. You think she would tower over all? She's <laughs> be like, you're not sixteen. Okay, ready, guys. We're gonna cast Tall Girl. Okay, who but the heck is Maria? Um, Kimmy. No, no, no. she's the she's the Elsa Schrader. Yes, she's a fiance. Yes. Okay. She's like horse slut. Um, oh my god and then Jordan Fisher 
ibuprofen is um kept him on trap yeah her daddy <sighs> okay her daddy ew who's maria then Maybe there's no maria. maria yeah she is maria but then That's who's why. her who's her like in theory stepdaughters and stepchildren. They didn't... Here's the thing. Oh, my God. Dunkers this, is one of her sons. And that's the conflict. Is, like, they're losing their, They're losing their sexual attraction boy? to each other because um, she's seeing him in a different, more juvenile light. She, he whereas would have she's to having be Kurt. This he really would have mature, to be Kurt. She's having this mature relationship with Mr. Captain Von Trapp. Um, and he just wouldn't understand because he's not part of that core. Okay. Evil vice group, you know? I think we're writing a new movie here. Is Tall Girl 3. Doing. Tall Girl 3! Yes! Yeah. Um, overall, though, Amanda, tell me your takeaways of the Tall Girl series. Okay, so I really, I liked that. So in the second movie, the best friend and Shtig get together. Like, the best friend, Farida, we haven't talked about her much, and it's because she's, like, one of the only non-problematic characters in the entire thing. She's dope as fuck, Farida, and I love yes, her. Yes. Yeah. Good hair. Yeah, her hair's always so good. Good looks. Yeah, and she's a fashion designer, and she ends up getting with Stieg, who is Jody's ex. Well, quote-unquote ex. They dated for, like, 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Um, in the From the first one, the hot... Swedish guy. And he, like, didn't even really get her pussy wet, and so, like, no, she they, was like, over it anyway. Yeah, she she wasn't, she realized she, like, wasn't that into him, and, like, whatever. Um, because he was also flirting with Kimmy at the same time. It was a whole, it was a whole drama, a whole mm-hmm. big thing. Um, but they end up getting together in the second one, and he has, like, a really good redemption arc, and I love him, and I yes. love the two of them together. Yes. Um, by the end, uh, I still, Jody still kind of pissed me off. The big thing that, like, really made me mad was it was the first freaking week of rehearsals. The first week of rehearsals. And she's so stressed about, like, not being off book and having so much to learn and everything. And, like, I get it. I've been there. But the first freaking week, you're fine. She leaves her anniversary dinner with her boyfriend that he's been cooking, like, all afternoon yes. to go, I don't know, rehearse? But they also don't clarify the time. The timeline gets really messy there. Because then I feel true. like almost the next, the no, like, next, like, moment that we see of her it's in like school tech. it's tech week and we're like wait what yeah that's true they did, so maybe it was a little bit further but he they're like sitting down for dinner and this is the first time he's seen her in like a minute and she's acting so spacey and he's like well if you need to go rehearse your lines like i get it and she's like okay like thank you for being so understanding and he's like what the fuck <laughs> he's like i didn't mean to actually leave i was he's just like, trying to be you ever heard of an empty offer yeah, exactly. Literally. So that kind of made me mad when she left. And then she was like, well, it's his fault because he offered. And then they break up. And mm-hmm. then they... But then at the end of the movie, they do get back together. Um, and they say, I love you. And then they get back together. Yeah, I know. Uh, they say, I love you backstage after the no. show. Declan is just like us. No. It's It's a, a whirlwind romance. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Did I watch both of them? Yes. Did I subject myself to the second one? Yes. I made that choice. We made that choice. Did we then also just sit here and talk about it for an hour? Yes. Yes, but here's so, my thing. it has some merit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At least well, entertainment-wise. I res- yes. What's your verdict? I respect your takeaway. However, here's my thing. I'm comparing it to two ends of the spectrum. Okay. There's the end where it's like, wow, that was good. I liked that. That was funny. Relatable great content and then there's the other side of the spectrum where like wow that was so bad that me getting drunk made it in an elevated experience almost equivalent to the type of experience i had to the quality of the first movie that i was just 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 
describing, like the really good one, you know, the other end of the spectrum. There's the good movie and there's the bad movie. You know, like I'm talking about. I don't think I follow. (laughs) I'm trying really hard to follow. I said there's two ends to the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one end where it's like really good and you're like critically acclaimed, great movie. And then there's the side where it's like, this is so bad I need to be drunk. But then you getting drunk and watching it almost makes the enjoyment to the level of the first one. Got it. This one, no matter how drunk I was. Or how much I was drinking or whatever. There was nothing redeemable nor comical enough about it. It just like fell so flat in the center yeah. that I was like, I almost feel like I wasted an hour watching it. Whereas, you know, when we watched like Santa Girl, oh, I was like... We love Santa Girl. Santa Girl was so Santa fucking Girl bad. Santa Girl and Ned's Declassified. Was so fucking bad. Yeah, it really was. What is Ned's Declassified? He's the guy. The guy, from Ned he, from Nipsey oh, Classified. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. the guy in Santa Girl. Yeah, that was so fucking bad that when we also watched it, they I was like, her Santa Girl. I was like, oh my God, it's so good because it was so bad. Yeah. This wasn't even like so bad that it was good. It was just like there. Yeah, it just like happened while we experienced it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's fair. I don't know. I feel like if I had been uh, maybe at a different altered state of inebriation, it might have. It might, I don't think it would reach Santa Girl levels, but I think that I maybe would have been more keyed into the the comedic moments. Yeah. And maybe would have been a little more willing. But I was pissed at her the whole time because she was she being annoying. Sucks. She yeah. She those fucking shoes. Too. I know. She threw those shoes right in a big bonfire. and It made me so mad. Again. Disrespectful. You can keep the piece. gifts. You can keep the gifts. I still have gifts from ex-boyfriends. If they serve me, I'm keeping them. I throw them out. Oh, I throw out some of them. I throw out, like, sentimental ones, but things that, like, I use. What the fuck? I'm, I'm just going to inconvenience myself by getting rid of that. Yeah. No, thanks. They inconvenienced me enough. But yeah. So with that... <laughs> that's the That's the verdict. That's our... Our critic... Our critic's movie review. Yeah. I mean, if you guys like this, I mean, honestly, Tall Girl was a spur-of-the-moment one. I'm sure we have so many better bad movies that yeah. we can review than Tall Girl. This one was just one that came up, and Amanda was like, Declan, we have to watch it. We were feeling And then we watched it while we ate our breakfast sandwiches, and we were like, you know, I guess this is the pod. Maybe we could talk about it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let us know if you have any suggestions. I definitely think there's a room for more of these we want to sprinkle them in you know with our other topics but we definitely have some cool topics we want to research too yeah not necessarily just personal experiences so guys we're expanding the realm of the pod and thank you for being there and growing with us and learning with us yeah (laughs) hey we may be few but we are mighty yes that was the wrong also if you could bring a few more who that would be nice also have dollars that would be nice. Yeah. But yeah, we have a brand new page on Spotify. If you've been checking on our, our Instagram, all the links are updated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the dates on the first three podcasts are the same day because we had to re-upload everything. So that's how you know you're on the right page is if the first three... The old one doesn't posted. even work anymore. I tried yeah, it. Yeah, the old one's gone. She's gone in, in oblivion, into oblivion. Um, yeah, so... Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for our your patience friends. while Declan had COVID. Yeah, um, true. But you're all recuperated now. We are. We are. And we'll be back to a pretty normal schedule, guys. I don't yes. want to say normal because who fucking knows? Because what is normal? But we'll be giving you content basically once a week, is what I That's think we can goal. guarantee at this point. Usually Fridays, maybe not. Sometimes not. Because until you're paying my bills, bitch, paying you no mind. 
Yeah, this is just for us. This is nothing. This is not for you guys at all. This is yeah. just for us. Yeah. So. So thanks for joining that. us. See you next time. Never. Bye.